This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's hit the guest line. Let's welcome aboard right now Jamie Eisenberg, uh, fantasy football ins- insider expert for CBS Sports. Hey, Jamie, Taz of the Moose with you. Thanks for a couple minutes this morning. Oh, thanks for having me on, guys. How you doing? So, so yeah, listen, doing Jamie, well, Jamie. Jamie, listen, you're, you're a very important guest yeah, right now. very important. Because tonight... For Taz and the Moose fantasy draft tonight is is our draft. It's so, draft night. It's a big deal. Oh, wow, awesome! Yeah, well, so, you seem excited. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. We have the well, without a shadow of a doubt, right? I have the number one overall pick. Is it Saquon Barkley, and then it's everybody else? I think it has to be. You know, there there was a chance for Ezekiel Elliott to be in that spot, but clearly that's not the case anymore. You know, you can make an argument for either uh, Alvin Kamara or Christian McCaffrey. Uh, but I think Barkley, you know, with what he did as a rookie, it's just too hard to pass that up. Mm. Uh, so, Jamie, let me ask you. I have the sixth pick, okay? So I want the first pick, which is my co-host, as he just said, Mark Belusis. So the thing is, what's a realistic deal? Like, if you're me and you want to, you know, you want that first pick and you have the sixth pick, give me something good. What do you got? If you want to trade up, I, I think you got to, you know, offer probably your first and your third Oof. for his first and maybe his fourth or fifth. Ooh, not bad. Oh, first and third. You're yeah, underselling it. I like Jamie. Jamie. I need a little bit. <laughs> I like what, it. Uh, but if you look at it, you know, when, you, when you're when you going into a fantasy draft, we all understand the rules of the league are different, right? I mean, if it's PPR, half PPR, non-PPR, whatever. But general overall, uh, you know, and, and that does affect where, where guys do get, get picked. But, um, you know, your top three, you mentioned Kamara, obviously McCaffrey, and then you've got Saquon Barkley, number one overall. Are those two, uh, th- are those three players the, the top three picks regardless of rules? A hundred percent. You know, I mean, it, it's, you know, again, it used to be a, a top four and you almost wanted the fourth pick because you get the, the kind of the leftover of those top four guys in this case, you know, now it'll be the leftover of the three guys. And then you get the earlier pick in the second round comparatively to those other guys. But yeah. I think you just look at what those three guys have the uh, ability to do, regardless of scoring. You know, they're going to touch the ball in so many different ways: passing game, running game. You know, work at the goal line, um, and and you know, they're, they're candidates for 2,000 total yards. You just don't find that in any other position, and any other guys at the running back spot. You know, it, it'd be great if Elliot. You know, uh, I'm, I'm sure for you guys, you know, signs a deal in the next couple minutes. You talk about it, but um, if we get news that he signs. Uh, he goes right back up into that top four, and you know, hopefully, we get that opportunity for those people that are still drafting tonight and through, you know, even the weekend, you know, for 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 leagues like yours as well. Right. So, okay. So, Jamie, like Patrick Mahomes. Okay. So, I, I was talking earlier. I was saying this guy. I understand quarterbacks are not. It doesn't seem like you're, you're going to get for, in the first round or second round with Q, for most QBs. But Patrick Mahomes, I, I look at someone who's different. You know, for most people out there, with, you know, that listen to us or like us do, 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 doing their drafts right now and their fantasy deal in their league. Where would you? Where are you most comfortable with a guy like Pat Mahomes because of his dual threat and his athleticism? He's dynamic as hell. You know where? Where do you see him in most leagues? Uh, you know, landing. What, what? What round? 
Well, he's going in the first round. You know, if you just look at what average draft position, which is a you know a tool you can use to kind of gauge where you know most leagues are holding, or what most leagues are, are are valuing guys and taking them. And and on our side on CBS Sports, he's a first round pick, so people are still okay. you know chasing that production, which I get. You know, if you were to tell me right now he's throwing five thousand and fifty again, I think it's hard to argue that he shouldn't be a first round pick. But you know, regression is coming. You know, he's going to lose some production from last year, and so I think the earliest I would take him is the beginning of the third round. Uh, that's just not realistic in most average leagues, you know. But we do with these other leagues with other analysts from other sites. It's like it, it, it's almost like the waiting game: who's going to be the first one to pull the trigger on a quarterback? Um, it, it's just you know you have to sort of figure: okay, who's going to be the next guy? Because remember, last year Mahomes wasn't in the conversation with Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers and the elite quarterbacks because he was young. And so, will somebody get to that level? Not five thousand fifty, but can somebody have that leap in production? And so that's what you're trying to find. Uh, for me, it's a guy like Lamar Jackson, for example, or, or Carson Wentz coming back from injury. Those are the quarterbacks I tend to gravitate toward. But if you're inclined to take Patrick Mahomes early, I think the end of round two, beginning of round three is probably a good spot for him. All right, Jamie, what about uh, the two running backs? You mentioned Elliott. You mentioned Go- uh, well, how about Gordon. Uh, those two players, where would you be comfortable selecting them with their contract status up in the air? I still think you could take Elliott at four. You know, it sounds like it's close uh, in terms of them getting a deal done. So, if he misses week one, which at this point you probably have to factor in uh, just with the timing of it, you're probably getting, let's just say, 14 weeks, worst-case scenario, maybe 13 weeks, barring an injury of just amazing production behind that offensive line. So I still think Elliott is worth taking in the first round. You know, if you, if you see him at the back end of round one, jump at him, take him, and be very, very happy about him landing in that spot. Gordon, it seems as if, barring some dramatic change, that he's going to ride this out and probably just get the number of games he needs to get to free agency, which would be him sitting out just to play the final six games of the year. They also have a bye week toward the end of the season, and the end of their season schedule is brutal. So I think if you hit home runs on your first five or six picks, round six, round seven is where I'm comfortable with Melvin Gordon at this point. But obviously you can't take him in the first three or four rounds right now because you're going to probably have to deal with some missed games. The nice thing about it is, Austin Eckler, Justin Jackson, the other guys in the Chargers backfield should be very good without Gordon there. So if you want to pair Gordon, with one of those guys, that's a smart move. And the same thing with Elliott. If you draft Elliott, just take Tony Pollard somewhere after round eight just to know that you have a potential starter in case Elliott misses time. Wow, I've given a lot of great insight here, and, and it's tough because all these guys that are on the show right now working with us, uh, Jamie, we're all competing against each other. I'm a little nervous. Oh, no, we're just, we're just talking to each other. No, all right. <laughs> so all right, so uh, on, on the topic and staying on the theme of running backs here, uh, rookie running backs that you would you would want to steal in later rounds. You know who, who are you feeling? Well, prior to Saturday, one of my favorite guys was Darwin Thompson for the Chiefs. I still think he's worth a late round flyer, but as we know now with Lashawn McCoy there, it became a little bit more of a crowded backfield. Uh, Justice Hill for the Ravens. You know that's a team that's going to run the ball so much that you know Mark Ingram should be great if he stays healthy, but he's 29 years old and you know he's been in a timeshare really for the majority of his career. Obviously, the last couple years in New Orleans. I think that the Ravens will give Hill some work, so he's worth a late-round pick. Alexander Madison with the Vikings. I don't really love him as a talent, but he's in such a great spot because while Dalvin Cook should have a chance for a huge season, he's played less games. He's missed more games than he's played. You know, He's, he's missed 17 right. games over two seasons. So if he goes out, Madison will be the next guy up. Um, I still think Miles Sanders, you know, he's not really a late-round pick, but he's kind of uh, in that mix with Devin Singletary, you know, two rookies that are in such great spots. They're obviously ahead of the two guys we just talked about, but um, I, I think if you have a chance with starting round six to look at Devin Singletary and Miles Sanders as two rookies that could be really, really special, uh, they're good third running backs that have a chance by the middle of the season to be starters. 
Hmm. Uh, Jamie, what about the receivers here? Um, you know, give guys that uh, maybe a, a fall or a riser. You know, we know all the particulars at the top of the draft, but give me a give give our audience a, maybe a guy that you think whose stock is dropping a little bit. Somebody maybe who's on the rise. Yeah, you know, for me, uh, I'm I'm hearing a little uh, clear of Antonio Brown. You know, he's been so good for so many years, and and I still think he'll be decent, but. You know, the problem is, is what's the next headache coming? You know, we, we've already had the foot problem where he didn't know what to do with the cryotherapy chamber. And then the, the helmet saga. Uh, is he going to get upset with Derek Carr underthrowing him or overthrowing him? With, you know, John Gruden, you know, knock on wood if you're with me, yelling at him something crazy. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm staying away from, from Antonio Brown at that round two, three swing. Um, one of my favorite guys to draft who I think could have a breakout season is Curtis Samuel for the Panthers. Uh, I like the setup for him. You know, he's fallen a little bit over the last couple of weeks because of Cam's foot injury and some concerns about the shoulder. But it seems like Cam is fine, Cam Newton. And I think with DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel, they're two young receivers. I love third-year breakout guys, and Samuel's entering his third year, and he's been building toward becoming a better player, staying healthy. If I get him with a mid-round pick, I'm thrilled about that. So whichever guy in your draft gets him, you know, uh, pat them on the back. So, Jamie, uh, Miami Dolphins, is there is there anyone that you'd want to draft, like in any round? <laughs> On the Dolphins, anybody? Can I take Tua already for 2020? Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's, uh, it's it's a bad team, you know, but there's always going to be one or two players on a bad team. So right, I, right. I still think Kenyon Drake is worth taking a shot on. You know, uh, he was back, good yeah. last year as a as a pass catcher, um, and they're most likely going to be chasing points. It's just hard to say that he's going to be a weekly starter out of the gate, especially against Baltimore in week one. Um, Albert Wilson is uh, back from a hip injury. He was playing really well before he got hurt last year. And so with Kenny Stills gone, I think he's their best receiver. You know, you can make an argument for the hundredth time about Devontae Parker, but you know, I'm done with that. And, and maybe Preston Williams, their undrafted rookie free agent who flashed in the first preseason game. But I'll take Kenyon Drake, I'll take Albert Wilson, and then I'll let somebody else deal with the Dolphins. What about the tight end spot here, Jamie? Um, where uh, we know that there's cream right at the top in, in how brilliant Kelsey is, Kittle with the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, what about that tight end position overall? I love that group. You know, the, the top three guys you mentioned uh, in, in terms of Kittle, Ertz, and, and Kelsey. It's probably in reverse order, Kelsey going first. But um, I like the guys that are just below the cream. And, and I think these guys can have the chance to rise to the top as well. It's, it's the, the next trio of Evan Ingram, O.J. Howard, and Hunter Henry. I think they're so good, so talented. You know, you can make a case that O.J. Howard physically might be the best tight end in the NFL. Um, but they haven't, you know, gotten to that level yet. And I think this is the breakout year for all three of those guys. You know, Ingram's numbers have popped whenever Odell Beckham's been off the field. You know what that story is now. Um, Hunter Henry had the torn ACL last offseason, missed all of last year into the playoffs, and no Antonio Gates. I mean, if you've watched the NFL for the last, you know, 15 years, you know Philip Rivers and Antonio Gates has been just an amazing recipe for success. And then I think you look at O.J. Howard with Bruce Arians, now the head coach, there, he'll maximize his talent and his potential. So, if you don't want to take one of the top three guys in the first two rounds, two three rounds, you wait until round four through six, and you get one of those three guys, and I think your fantasy team could be in great shape. What about a guy like Ebron out in Indianapolis? You know, I was down on him before Andrew Luck's retirement, and now for me it's a complete pass. Uh, you know, he could still be good. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if he scores, you know, six or seven touchdowns. But, you know, with the addition of Devin Funches, with the uh, drafting of Paris Campbell and Jack Doyle coming back, there's just a lot of mouths to feed, and we're going to have to find out quickly – if Jacoby Brissett will favor the tight end as much as Andrew Luck does. So I think Ebron is the guy, if you want to take with a late-round pick, just to speculate on. But if you have this option, for me at least, you know, I, I take a chance on the rookie in Detroit, T.J. Hawkinson. 
I think he's got a better setup just in his situation than than Eric Ebron right now. All right, uh, Jamie. Final one is, is uh, you know end of this fan. There's always a surprise, right? I mean, nobody expected Mahomes to have be what Mahomes was last year. I mean, everyone, there were a lot of people that thought he could have a really good year, but not you know MVP of the league. It, it, give us a surprise, a, a guy that you think is an absolute fantasy breakout star in 2019. Yeah, I mean, for me, what like I said, Curtis Samuel was one. You know, if you're looking for some guys just with, you know, late picks that have a chance to be good, um, you know, I'll give you a couple receivers. You know, John Brown in Buffalo was off to a great start last year before he had the quarterback change. So Lamar Jackson just ruined him. And I think with Josh Allen, he could be back to that level, be a surprise starter for you. Uh, Jamison Crowder with the Jets. You know, you're talking about Adam Gase's offense over the last three years in Miami. He's just featured the slot guy beyond belief. Now, most of that was Jarvis Landry, but I think, you know, Crowder steps into that role. He could be really good. And then Marquise Goodwin for the 49ers. You know, if you look at the situation right now, Dante Pettis was supposed to be the number one guy, and maybe he gets back to that. But at the end of the 2017 season, Jimmy Garoppolo to Marquise Goodwin was fantastic. And I think that receiver can still be the number one guy in San Francisco and what should be a good offense. So those are three receivers I think you look at with late-round picks, and they could be really special. And you mentioned McCoy earlier. Does he have any fantasy value in KC? He does. You know, it, it, it's, it's going to be an interesting situation because will Andy Reid's system get him back to a, a prominent level? He was beat up over the last couple of years, that offensive line, uh, obviously aging at 30 years old. He's 31 now. But if he goes through the Andy Reid car wash and comes out, you know, squeaky clean on the other side, <laughs> he's just got to prove that he's better than Danny Williams. But the system is fantastic. And so if he can end up being a starter somehow, absolutely you want to take a chance on McCoy somewhere between round eight and ten. Uh, hey, Jamie, we appreciate the time. Good luck with all the drafts, and thanks for the time this morning. Thanks a lot, Jamie. Yeah, good, good luck with your drafts tonight, guys. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.